and then I'm going to so three, two, one. Aloha! This is Jason from Hawaii. Welcome to a special edition of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. Today, we are going to get lost in comics. In this episode, I'll be interviewing Chris Garcia from Lost in, the Lost in Comics YouTube podcast. He's here to promote um, his YouTube podcast, um, the YouTube podcast channel, other social media platforms, and we're just going to have fun talking about comics and pop culture stuff. So, Chris, how are you doing today? Well, first off, aloha, Jason. It's a, a pleasure to finally meet you. I Man, you are such a, a positive force of energy on social media. I get a, a, a lot of joy uh, from your posts and just your positivity on social media. So I'm, I'm excited to do this. Um, my pleasure. Uh, absolutely my pleasure on this. No, but, you know, Chris, I also have to say thank you very much because when I because when I went on uh, because when I joined Twitter in January 2020, I know a few months after that, um, you followed me and you also and it was pretty cool. You DM me and say, hey, you know, we've got this YouTube channel, you know, Lost mm-hmm. in Comics. If you get a chance, please follow. So so thank you very much for following me, you know, on Twitter. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And I, it's funny because I, um, you know, you would think I've, I sent a lot of those messages, but yes. um, I remember almost all of them. And I've actually revisited, uh, I think I've revisited our, our original DM at some point. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something I, I, I'm very um, meticulous in all the things I do. And so I, I don't know. I just, at some point, I, I, I looked at that message again. Um, and I think I think that's awesome. Like some of these people, some of the people that I have talked to over the last couple of years that I've actually built, you know, some t- sort of friendship relationship with it all started with those with those DMs. And I'm, I'm really, really glad that I did that because I mean, what a great community it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask, you know, we already talked about Twitter. So where can listeners follow you on social media? So on I think primarily I am I am a big Twitter user um, mm-hmm. and on Twitter we are lost underscore comics. And I remember when we opened up that account for whatever reason, lost in comics was not available. So uh-huh. Twitter is the only one that is a little different. It's lost underscore comics um, on Instagram. You can just find us at lost in comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, for anybody that doesn't know us, there is no I in lost in comics. It's just lost in comics, L O S T N like apostrophe in comics, lost in comics. We're from Texas. So we tend to run, you know, make our words run together sometimes. So you can get lost in comics, you know, like (laughs) sort of thing. So that, but, but that's what we are. Uh, Instagram and Twitter primarily, of course, YouTube, we can just look up lost in comics. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Chris, I'm going to ask you, where did you grow up? So, like I mentioned just a second ago, Texas, um, Uh born and raised, uh, born in San Antonio. So, home of the Spurs, San Antonio Spurs, Tim Uh Duncan, Manu, Tony Parker. Shout out to shout out to the Spurs. Um, But I definitely grew up more in a in some smaller uh, towns just south of San Antonio, born in Uh San Antonio, but um, raised in small town, uh, South Texas. And uh, my wife and I actually moved to San Antonio for a few years after we got married mm-hmm. and then uh, ended up just too much traffic, too many people. And somehow we found our way back to a little smaller town now. And 
um, you know, luckily I uh, thankfully work from home and my wife works from home. So, oh, that's nice. you know, we're, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful life. Got my two kids and, um, six year old boy and my two year old little girl. She mm -hmm. was born, uh, right at, right at the peak of the pandemic in March of 2020. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's thank nice. you. So, all right. Now, now like, do you remember what was your first comics that you read? It could be Sunday comics. It even could be Mad Magazine. Absolutely. Know? Yeah, I'll never forget it, uh, Jason. I um, I went into I went into a comic store one day. Uh, my my curiosity um, was really peaked at the time. I had been watching uh, the MCU movies. Mm -hmm. I'd always been a huge Batman fan ever since I was a kid. I mm -hmm. I watched all the Batman movies. Uh, even in college, I did a uh, I did a paper on why Batman was the best fictional character, you know, ever created. And this was before I read. I was reading comics. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's funny. A few about two and a half years ago, I found that paper when I was cleaning out my garage. Mm -hmm. um, but that's how much how much I enjoyed those characters, and that curiosity eventually led me into a uh, into my local comic store. And I went into the comic store having no idea what I was getting into, what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I was a little overwhelmed when I walked into the store and I just saw, you know, uh, issues all over the wall and short mm -hmm. and long boxes all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I immediately my head thought, how am I going to how am I going to read uh, all the I saw Batman just, you know, line rows yes. of books. And I was like, mm -hmm. there's no way I can. <laughs> and in, in my head, I thought, wow, if I want to know Batman, I got to read all these books. Uh, obviously, that's not the case where right? you can jump in different arcs and things like that. Mm -hmm. But my first uh, experience, I I asked the gentleman um, that was working there at the at the comic store. And this is why I'm such a big advocate about, you know, these the local comic store, man, it, they're they hold so much responsibility for new readers mm -hmm. that don't know what they're doing when they go into a comic store. Um, mm -hmm. They're asking for advice. I asked this gentleman for advice and he was he kind of just shrugged me off a little bit. And uh, <laughs> uh -huh. I, I said, you know, how, how do you get into comics? And he said, well, you know, um, what characters do you like? And I, and I, and I said, well, I like the turtles and I, I love Batman. Yeah. Um, and so he went over to the new comic wall. He picked uh -huh. off a random issue of a turtle series that was going on at the time. And to be completely honest, I do not remember the name of that series because uh -huh. Mm -hmm. It was uh, the turtles were in space. Um, I, mm -hmm. I don't even I don't, it was like I said, it was in the middle of an arc. It was like an uh -huh. issue six or five, something like mm -hmm. that. However, you know, he showed me that he walked back to the counter and I was like, wow, OK, so didn't help me out all that much. Um, but I happened to look down at the bottom shelf mm -hmm. on the bottom shelf. They had uh, DC reprints, the doll, those dollar uh, reprinted oh, issues. Yeah. And there was a Dark Knight uh, Returns issue number one frank miller you know for a dollar um the reprint mm -hmm. so i thought well that's a dollar I, I had no idea what it was yeah picked it up and those were the two books that i that i purchased and i came home i'll never forget i was barbecuing here outside and i came inside and i thought i'll check out these comic books and i read the turtle book first mm -hmm. completely lost i had <laughs> it was just yeah. like i said it was in the middle of an arc i hadn't didn't know what was going on yeah. And I thought, oh, man, like, I was a little disappointed. Um, but then I picked 
up the Batman, the, the Dark mm-hmm. Knight Returns issue number one. And I read that. And when I closed the book, I was just like, <laughs> yes. like my mind was just blown. You know, I was like, wow, like that was for me, like I wanted more. Like I immediately mm-hmm. I wanted more. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, is this is there more to this? You know, mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. even understand. I didn't understand what issues were. You know, there was a number two and number three. Yeah. Um, I just knew, man, I have to read if there's more of this so i went to mm-hmm. another comic store and they yes. of course directed me to the rest of the arc i got the trade um and okay. my life mm-hmm. was changed forever jason <laughs> honestly <laughs> from from that moment <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that was that but that that is the book that i hold i i i hold as my first you know comic love what got me yes. into um this great hobby that we all love oh yes um off the cuff question because sure. I have to actually before I ask that off the cuff question, I mean because I'm going to say you know Chris correct me if I'm wrong because it, because you started collecting comics a little bit later in your life correct is that correct yes I mean, you knew about Batman through the movies mm-hmm. and so forth I'm going to say what a great gateway drug mm-hmm. for you to pick up the Dark Knight Returns yes. You know, I mean, because, you know, Frank Miller, when, because when I read, when I read that, when I, because I would read Batman comics, you know, I'm a long time collector, so I'm not trying to brag or anything, but, yeah, yeah. you know, I've been reading Batman comics and, you know, Batman smiles, Batman was in the daytime, mm-hmm. but when Frank Miller wrote, when that came out, it blew my mind. It was like, oh my god, this is, um, this is another um level of storytelling. Mm. It was like, wow. But I'm glad that you read that. Me that, too. You know, and you see, I, I, I love. Um, you, I mean, you you know somewhat of our of our YouTube channel and what we do. Yes. Um, but me personally, I when I get into something. I just dive all the way uh, in. Yeah. And that's what I did with comics. And I didn't know the history. I didn't know who Frank Miller was. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I obviously knew who Batman was, but yes. I didn't realize there was, you know, such a, um, I mean, I, I, I had watched the uh, 66 Batman, you know, series, the Adam mm-hmm. West Batman. So yeah. I knew there was, you know, and I, and I like that interpretation of Batman. Don't get me wrong, yes. but obviously it took a huge turn when Frank Miller changed the whole tone and uh, yes. of what he did with the dark Knight returns. But, you know, unbeknownst to me, I just went into that comic and then, uh, yeah, like I said, everything changed from that point for me. <laughs> and I was like, this is, this is something I want, I want to get into. Uh-huh. Um, and here, here we are talking about, you know, talking about comics years later. No, my, my, it's an off the cuff question. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. ask, um, because we we both know that you know he rarely makes convention appearances, but have you ever met Frank Miller at a convention? I have not. No, I, I and I definitely would love to. Um, I can't. Uh, it's it's uh, slipping my mind right now. But I know he just um, started a new publisher. Uh, he's yes. started a new publishing company. Um, yeah. 
And I heard he's going to be doing some more appearances because of the new publishing company. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. So might be a, a good opportunity here in the next couple of years. If he's, you know, hopefully that publisher does well and he, you know, makes some more appearances, but definitely on my, on my bucket list for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Have, yes. Have you Jason had the opportunity to meet him? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Um, and for me, um, I'll touch on it. Um, right now, but we'll probably talk more when we talk about conventions. But the yeah. only conventions that I've been um, exposed to are the ones here in Hawaii. That, that's all the ones. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I've never been to a mainland one. I would love to go to a mainland one one day. But yeah, yeah. you got you. You have to, man. You, you're gonna have to do it eventually. <laughs> no, I, I I have plans. You know, I already talked to my wife, and yeah, that's great. So, yeah. Um. Okay, um, let's see. Um, now, that second comic shop that you went to that kind of helped you on stuff, I mean, was that kind of like, it, was that your like your real first comic book shop? Not, I'm not talking about the first one where, yeah, books are there, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, so that second shop I went to um, actually became my home store for quite some time. And uh-huh there were a couple of employees there at that comic shop that just loved comics with their heart and soul. And I, I went in there, you know, I told them what I, what I was looking for, told them Mm -hmm. Batman, Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. And I will never, I'll always remember those couple of employees. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately they ended up leaving the shop. Mm. Um, But those two people, they directed me, the next story that they directed me to after the Frank Miller was, um, it was re- we were actually in the Batman New 52 era at the time. Oh, yeah. So they started me off with Batman New 52 and trade Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what a second, uh, you know, uh, a second yes. uh, uh, dose of a drug, you know, to, <laughs> to go right out, go yeah. from Frank Miller into the Snyder Capullo run. And again, I, I remember sitting in my, bedroom um none of the i didn't have a a studio at the time didn't Mm -hmm. have any anything uh sitting in my bedroom my wife was laying next to me going to sleep and i had a light on over a lamp over the top of our bed and i'm just reading you know i'm reading trades of of batman and um but those two employees at that at that comic store they just kept Mm -hmm. giving me great recommendations um and I'll, i'll forever be thankful to them and it's unfortunate that they left and I eventually left that shop. Uh-huh. Um, and ironically, I am at the shop that I started with uh-huh. the one, the one that oh, didn't yeah. direct me. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but they have some other employees there. I've, I've met the manager and man, they have been incredible. Um, you know, this is of course almost six years later. Um, uh-huh. yeah. you know, from the first time I went in there, but they're my home shop now. Um, and, I have to give them huge kudos man. I on my I talk about it on our show quite a bit but man they have just really um done an, a tremendous job with my pull list and my nice. uh, mm-hmm. my ever changing uh you know desires and wishes and <laughs> but we have a we have a system that we they're very understanding and they work with me a lot they know I have a YouTube channel um That's nice and so then they they them watch the channel you know religiously mm-hmm. so like i said I, I couldn't ask for more um from those guys 
uh, Alien World. So best comic shop in in San Antonio, I say. <laughs> that's that's very nice that you have a your comic shop supports you in what you do. That's great. That is really yes. great. And not only the channel, but it's like yeah, hey, you know, yeah, you know, don't forget to try this, or you know, hey, you should check this out. And, oh, that's great. That is absolutely yeah. And I mean, I'll just walk in and uh, just have conversation you know just uh nerd nerd conversation yeah <laughs> Which, you know that's 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 what you want you know that experience when you walk in you, it's not just a transaction it's it's that yes. opportunity to you know these are my people here in the shop yeah. you don't you know so you get to have that conversation you see other people um i've, I've got familiar with them and it's mm -hmm. man, it's just such a great great shop and i'm i'm very thankful for them it it is um no, because I, 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 because, um, you know, like I always try to, you know, because the thing is I figure out why I think comic shops are a little different than other retailers, you know, because like you said, you go, you walk in, you, you can talk about, you know, like, you know, you can nerd out about stuff, you know, mm -hmm. um, whatever the latest comic book the whatever's going on the movies or tv or upcoming conventions because it's not like like you say you're not and even me i don't go in just to yep i got my comics all right bye guys you know and it's right. in and out in 10 minutes no it's you know i, I talked you know because my lcs i actually have two lcs's is um mm. dragon's lair you know um is my main one and then i also have uh, west side comics and games you know the owners are very good you know i talk to them talk story with them you know um and i think the other the other cool thing about um um about comic shops is not only and it kind of varies with stores but you know it's like um you know it's you could pull new stuff off the shelf but then sometimes you have back issues some of them will have back issue bins depending mm -hmm. on space right. or even dollar bins too and God, they yeah. suck you in for an hour and a half. You know <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, for me, it's so difficult to just um, walk into the shop and and not look at everything, <laughs> even yeah. though I've seen it. I've seen it the week before, you know. Or, but you know, they have new inventory or new comics that came in and uh, trades that they've taken in, whatever the case. And I, I every single week, I'm. I'm you can catch me there and I'm always, you know, looking at whatever it is that they have. And it's <laughs> it, Dragon's Lair is such a, such a great um, shop. We have two Dragon's Lair um, yes. shops in San Antonio. And I, I love to just go by them. I have my primary shop mm -hmm. and I, I'm faithful. I have my pull list there. Yes. Um, they give me a discount. And then if I'm in a certain part of town, I'm going to stop it you know, whatever other shop is there. And there's two dragons later and they are so they're, they're excellent. And uh, one of them, David and I met uh, Rob Lightfield at one of the, uh, at one of the dragons layer uh, shops uh, a few months back. Cause you know, he, David is a huge, I don't know if, if you're familiar, but we call him the pouch. Uh, David. Yeah, yeah, no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because of how big of a fan of Lightfield he is. And that all came from a uh, episode of Lost in Comics where we did our uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, Mount Rushmore of comic artists. Uh-huh. And uh, and David put him on the uh, Mount Rushmore. We, we we have a lot of fun with it. We we, yeah. laugh, we laugh about that. You know, whatever you think of Rob Liefeld, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, he's he's uh, in my opinion, a great artist, you know, no matter how much I, uh, of how much grief I give David. Um, but I'll just say Dragon's Lair, great shop. Um, uh-huh. they've host, they hosted Life Field. I go in there. They do have some um, discount bins now. and uh-huh. But great, great shop. Yeah, for sure. So you, you got a good one there. Oh, thank you. And and I am just for the listeners, I'm going to um, let the listeners know that um, Dragon's Lair in Hawaii is not associated with the I, I'm thinking Dragon's Lair is, is a chain in Texas because I think. I, OK, yeah, because I think there is I know there is a Dragon's Lair comic shop in Austin, Texas. Yeah, there is a, they chain. Are a chain. Yeah, they are a chain. Yeah, because they're the, the same. Um, mm-hmm. They're the same uh, two locations that they, they are a chain and they when you go into their shop, they have a brochure and it has other locations oh, out nice. in other yeah. cities. And I figured that was what, what yours was, but maybe maybe different. Maybe yeah, that's it's different. Part of that. Okay, it's different because um, I remember because when Lucas um told me when he um when they opened up the shop, you know, he figured oh we'll just call it um Dragons Lairs um collectibles and comics. And he he didn't know that there there was another dragons there there dragons lair chain in Texas. Ah, okay. So then when um and um dragons lair is in Mililani and it's usually um uh, it's sort of on the way to the North Shore area, popular beautiful scenic North Shore beaches up there. So um and also too it's close to um um couple mil they they get a couple of military people um there's a couple of military bases close to them mm-hmm. um so uh, you know they get the they get the um um some you know some of their customers are in the military so okay. they'll say oh are you guys related are you guys associated with the one in texas and they're oh no there's one in texas you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well that's that's awesome yeah like i said great there are great shops here and sounds like you have an, a great dragons later there so <laughs> oh awesome. yes yeah all right um let's see now let's let's get to the meat of this so um how did lofting comics get started this is a this is a good story uh so get ready for this but uh <laughs> yeah. so i never um never would have imagined having a youtube channel or a podcast i hadn't even to you know be quite frank i had never even considered it or thought about it uh-huh. And I have to um, I have to give credit to my original co-host Oscar. Uh-huh. This is how this is how it happened. Um, when when I started reading comics, I wanted to drag somebody else in with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, at, at the very beginning, um, so I started reading. I started going to the comic shop, started reading some of these stories. Oscar was my was is my best friend, uh-huh. and. Um, I I told him I said hey have you ever thought about reading comics uh-huh. and he kind of like chuckled at me and was like ah you know it's kind of yeah. silly you know and uh, I said I said do you know they have Walking Dead comics so he's a big fan of watching The Walking Dead on <laughs> yes. AMC at the time I mean huge diehard fan I mean these he would have watch parties at his house and nice. and he um, he didn't know that Walking yeah. Dead was I said it, I said I heard that uh-huh. it actually came from a comic. 
And he's like, no, no way. And I said, yeah, for real, mate. <laughs> so that was my entry, getting him into the comic store. And uh, he and I, kind of our journeys started around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that first year that we got into comics, we uh, at the end of the year, I had, I mentioned to Oscar, I said, hey, man, we've read some really cool stuff this year. Um, mm-hmm. I said, you want to get together and maybe we'll have some drinks, just me and you. Um, and let's have our own like comic award yeah, show. Just, yeah. I mean, off, off, you know, just me and him, no camera, no nothing yeah. at the time. Um, and we did that for two years, the first year. And then the next year, Hey, let's nice. do that again. That, that's man. That was so much fun. And we did, you know, best writer, best mm-hmm. artist, yeah. you know, uh, best, you know, comic, best horror mm-hmm. comic, all these different categories that we just made up and, I would text him. All right, these are the categories. Do you have some categories? And mm-hmm. so it was just for fun. Um, that next year, I went over to his house. Um, mm-hmm. I got there so we could do our end of the year, you know, yeah. our little end of the year festivities for comics. We walked up to his uh, to his man cave upstairs, and he had a camera set up um, facing yeah. a table. And I like looked at him like. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> what, what are we doing here, man? You know, I'm like, you're a big guy, and I'm. <laughs> what are What are we doing here, Oscar? Uh, and he was like, he he laughed, and he was like, man, he's like, I, we should put this on YouTube. Like, he's like, let's do our um, what we do every year, a comic award, you know, yeah. little and uh, well, I want to record it, and I want to put it on YouTube, um, and I I kind of to you know again. Honestly, I didn't have any desire for it at the time. And I said, I said, okay. I said, I mean, I guess I don't mind, but kind of weird. Like, it just feels weird having a camera in front of us while we're, you know, just doing what we always do. Yeah. But long story short, you know, I I said, all right, let's do it. And we, you know, we did that little end of the year Mm -hmm. comic award show. And if you go back on our YouTube channel, it is the first video that we ever put out. Mm -hmm. Um, And the... I think what really pushed me to to just keep doing it and obviously I love comics but I think a week after we put the video out mm-hmm. um I want to say it, it had maybe 150 views in the first oh, you know mm-hmm. first week yeah and I thought who is watching this <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? I'm like I you know, I, I I didn't watch YouTube all that frequently. I I listened to podcasts, um, mm-hmm. but I was just kind of shocked by like I thought, well, it, you know, our wives will watch it, we'll watch it. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe my parents will watch it. You know, yeah, my brother. Um, but I guess when I saw that response, I I it just kind of blew my mind, and I was like, wow, like, and that I think that just that initial reaction to that first video, I started thinking, well. Man, I would love to share mm-hmm. what I, what Oscar and I have. So yes. he and I both worked at the same company, and we both drove at the time. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in the middle of the day, he and I would be driving separate vehicles, of course, mm-hmm. but we would be on Bluetooth talking about comics for almost five, six hours a day. Sometimes, you know, nice. <laughs> just just chatting about stories, and we mm-hmm. talk about life and. Yeah. But we talked about comics a lot. And, uh-huh. you know, I told Oscar, I was like, we'll just talk about the things we talk about, you know, in private. We'll just get in, you know, let's do that now with the channel that, you know, we started. Uh-huh. Um, 
Now, I want to say when we originally started, we didn't have a name for mm -hmm. the channel. <laughs> so oh, yeah, about a year prior to the YouTube channel starting, um, Oscar and I were going to start a, um, we were going to attempt to do like some comic auctions on Facebook. Okay. And so, you know, just to kind of support the hobby, sell yes, some yeah. comics, you know, buy mm -hmm. some comics. And we had seen other people doing it. Um, so I, at the time, about a year prior to the YouTube thing, um, I had created a little, you know, a little cheap logo, not the one that you see now for Lost in Comics. Um, but I had created this little thing and it just said, you know, Lost in Comics, com uh, Lost lost in comics and collectibles you know yeah and that, that was going to be the name of the auction um and the the origination behind that is just obviously when we read comics we get we get lost in them like you yes. go into these other worlds you forget about the harsh realities sometimes that we live in mm -hmm. and comics can really bring you joy and stories can take you out of that negative space sometimes that we find ourselves in life um and you know i'd Put that name for the auction and i said hey let's use that name for our youtube channel mm -hmm. and so boom put it out there lost in comics created a twitter created an instagram mm -hmm. and you know we just started going from there and, and we're recording we started recording once a week mm -hmm. and uh and it's funny at the when we first started we were actually um not doing live shows we had we never did a live show until COVID hit so, oh, okay. yeah. yeah, but we actually started the channel in uh, December of 2019. That's when we mm -hmm. did that end of the year. And then so those first three months up until March, um, we were just recording with a camera. You know, he and I I'd go over to his house. He'd come to mm -hmm. my house. And then March of 2020, COVID hit. And that was our first uh, live uh, live stream and which became a uh, kind of a staple of what we did there for, mm -hmm. for quite some time. So, but yeah, I mean, that's, that is how it all, how it all began. So just he and I having a good time, end of the year award show mm -hmm. and put it out there and just haven't looked back ever since. <laughs> that is so cool. That is yeah. really nice. Um, I'm now, I'm just, I'm just making a little fun, mm -hmm. but that's kind of funny how, Hey, Oscar, let me, you want to try out this drug? <laughs> you watch, <laughs> you watch this show. <laughs> You yeah. want to try this drug called The Walking Dead? <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I had to get him in somehow, man. And that, <laughs> you know, what's funny is right before uh, I got him into comics, he had actually got me into playing Magic the Gathering. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. So uh, when I asked him, you know, have you been to a comic shop? He said, well, I mean, I've been inside because I buy the Magic yeah. cards. Mm -hmm. He goes, but I've he'd never looked at the comic wall or anything he just walked over to the cards yeah. and, you know did his thing with the cards so i mean he was he knew about the shop he knew it that there were comics in there uh -huh. um but then when i like i said when i expressed the walking dead to him that just for him that was his uh -huh. little you know light bulb moment and he oh, yeah. you know at, at, he he fell in love with it at the time and yeah <laughs> but yeah I, it is a bit of like a you know, here, take this needle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, change your life. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, but again, for Oscar, for you, uh, this part, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being serious. I'm, you know, it's just sure. for you to 
you know, like already he's watching The Walking Dead and he's going, oh my God, I can't believe the stuff they can do on TV. Mm -hmm. But for to, for you to introduce him to the comics where because the comics have done so much worse stuff because TV mm -hmm. won't allow it. Right. But, I mean, but but the thing is, but it made the story go, oh my God, this is how brutal, you know, this is how brutal yeah. you know, some people can get and they can do it in the store, in the comics. Right. And I'm sure that must have like, got him really hooked and go, wow you know you know originally oscar was more hooked than i was at one point mm -hmm. <laughs> he i mean you know i'm i was actually i was on another channel last week uh, uh midlife vices great guys yes. grabs granite comic guy steve shout out to them uh, and i was on their channel last week and i and i don't mean this in a negative way oscar would uh, totally agree with me um but Oscar's got a he's I'm not he's not addicted to drugs or alcohol or anything like that. But I, but he has a, a, a I said he has an addictive personality. <laughs> so whatever he kind of like what I said, when I get into something, I go deep um, yes. and I'm similar. But Oscar, when he gets gets into something, I mean, he just goes for it. Yeah. Um, so when we got him into The Walking Dead, <laughs> I mean, uh -huh. he not only wanted to I was like, hey, they had this omnibus you know or the the compendium yes uh, you can read the whole you know there's there was three at the time and yeah he's like no i want all the issues and i'm like man these issues are um they're expensive bro. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and so you know we look at now he never had the opportunity to own a number one uh, yeah. or i would say i don't even think the top in the five top 10 you know yeah. uh, issues but i mean he built a nice Walking Dead collection, first appearances. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Remember he when he got the I think it was number nineteen, the first Michonne. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he just you know he 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 went all in. Um, yeah. And so we we definitely influenced each other yes. <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, then we we'd meet at a shop, and he and I would start eyeing the same books, and we'd kind of look at each other and be like, oh, "Are you going to take it, or am I?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was uh it was great, and he and similar to me, I mean he we got him in with the walking dead, but mm -hmm. you know, he starts looking at the wall and seeing Superman and Batman and yeah. mm -hmm. oh, Wolverine, you know, there's comics, you know, and I'm like, yes. it's all here, bro. Like it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's uh, you know, so yeah, we, uh, our journeys were interlocked at the beginning and yeah, we, we, we went all in very quickly. Well, we had to learn a lot of lessons too. <laughs> yeah. No, but the thing is, but I mean, but the, but I mean, Chris. I mean, literally, you're among friends, you're among listeners who, who collect comics, and and we know, you know, yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> we know what you're talking about. Where it's kind of like, you know, because literally, it's in some sense for some of us, it's you know, um, this is like, you know, quote unquote, one of the good vices. It does mm -hmm. cost money, but if we want that, but if we want that, yeah, let's, I'm just pulling something out. The first appearance of Harlequin in comic book i mean you people save up mm -hmm. their money and buy it you know because yeah, they make, want it yeah take a credit card out for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no I, i'm very familiar yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i have to sorry um i don't mean i'm going off the cuff here but i have to tell you two stories about the walking dead comic okay so the first time i saw walking dead number one on the stands when it came out i was like oh what is this I open it, I flip through it. It's black and white crap. You know, put it down. Yep. Yeah. 
man. I just left money on the table. Ah, goodness, man. Now, the second story that I heard, this is a lot better. Um, I was at um, Westside Comics and Games, and I think the cut, I, 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 I mean, the, the story goes, it was either, I think Julius, the owner of Westside Comics and Games, was telling me this. And I think Robert Kirkman, I know Robert Kirkman came down for the Amazing Comic Con either in 2015 or 2016, you know. So um, Julius told me that one of his customers, um, a guy who was in the military, when the, you know, he loved zombies. And before the whole zombie um, genre exploded, you know, he bought two copies of The Walking Dead number one. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You know, because he just, because he loves zombies. He, he didn't think it was going to take off or any, and I think the guy didn't think it was going to last that long because, you know, right. but he kept it, he kept it safe. He had Robert Kirkman, he, the guy's plan was to have Kirkman sign it, get a CG seed. Oh my God. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Does he still have it? I don't, you know, I'm going to say, I don't know because, um, one, the guy was in the military too. I never followed up with Julius, but I'm sure the guy does. Yeah. Oh man, that's incredible. That, I can't ask, did, did Oscar ever meet Robert? Did you guys ever meet Robert Kirkman? No, no, never, never met Robert Kirkman. Um, to my knowledge, I, I he has he's avoided our you know, halfway point of Texas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he, I, I think he has made some appearances way up north uh, in in you know, uh, North Texas, um, and Texas is, uh, is huge. Um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it, normal States, you know, you can just go right, you know, it takes you an hour to get out of it. You know, it takes us, you know, a good five hours to get out of, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> five, six hours to get out of Texas. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but never, never met Kirkman. Um, but that, that would, that would be great. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish he, I wish he would have, but no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, if you don't mind, I'm gonna continue on. Um, um, let's see, um, because I know the um, for the listeners, you um, um, because I know you changed the um, schedule, right? Just recently, within the last month. Can may I ask? Yes. Can you let our listeners know when you guys do live streaming? So, as far as live streams, um. Uh... The last Thursday of every month, uh, we we do a live stream, uh-huh. and that's just our chance to just get to hang out with everybody, kind of you know go over the month and review comics. Uh-huh. You know what were the best comics this month? Um, any comic news that happened over the month? Any huge changes? Things like that. But just really just for us to hang out with you uh-huh. know, everybody that might be watching, um, and it's just a great time. Just positive energy you know yes. um but that is our that is the one live stream we we were doing a live show every single week yes um, every thursday yeah every every thursday nights doing the live stream loved it um it's a lot of work you know to yes. do to maintain that um we 100 and 137 issues that we've done uh of lost in comics mm-hmm. um the live show you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, it is a labor of love, but it's also, um, it's a labor, you know, yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And we, and to, you know, be completely honest, for me, 
Um, there's so many things that I've wanted to explore with the YouTube channel that mm -hmm. over the last couple of years um, doing the live show hasn't given me, hasn't afforded me those opportunities. You know, for instance, um, I have wanted to really deep dive into some, you know, um, monumental stories, you know, um, Dark Phoenix Saga. That is mm -hmm. one that um, we're going to be doing here coming up soon. Oh, okay. um, but just going through that book and doing a, a complete breakdown, you know, how this book um, affected people's, you know, journeys. My co-host, David, mm -hmm. um, you know, he was he was a young, young dude when this story came out. And it was one of his favorite, you yes. know, mm -hmm. X-Men stories of all time. Um, so I, I'm curious, you know, his take on it. Um, but these are, are things that we just haven't had the opportunity to do with doing a, a live, preparing every week, week to week, preparing yes. a live show. Um, I've wanted to do just when things happen, you know, like, for instance, this uh, Superman news that broke over the weekend from New York Comic Con mm -hmm. um, with the, the, the future of Superman for 2023. We're getting a new comic book. We're getting a comic book canceled. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we have a direction for Superman. Things like that, when they when they come up, you know, I like to dive into that news and really, you know, put that out there for for me to kind of enjoy that that news and to present it, you know, to our um, to our listeners. Yes. So all of these types of things I've I've wanted to do to do for so long, um, and now I feel like we finally have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. It is a change for people that have watched our show for you know for a while. Yes. Um, but it's also an opportunity for, you know, like for us, um, it's also helpful for the YouTube algorithms, you know, from mm -hmm. my, my research for them to, they, they're not very friendly with live, uh, streams as far as spreading those out, um, to new, new uh, viewers and new listeners. Mm -hmm. So, um, it just felt like a very, uh, it felt like the time to do it. Um, and you know, same channel, we're still doing the same things, but mm -hmm. I feel like now we have an opportunity to do even more. Um, this is the third week in a row that I've actually on a Tuesday night been with a different podcast or a different show, yeah. which is something I couldn't do before either yes. with uh -huh. the, li the live stream. I just, I just didn't have time. I was like, I was packing so much into every single week. Uh -huh. I didn't have a lot of opportunity to share time with other channels and other people I wanted to get to know in the community. And uh -huh. uh, like I said, this is the third week in a row. I was telling my wife, I was like, man, this is, I love this, like being able to yeah. hang out on a Tuesday night with uh, other fellow comic lovers and yes. podcasts. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so that's what we're doing now. Um, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm having a great time. We have, we have a good uh, direction mm -hmm. and it's, and I'm kind of slowly hon honing that in into um, what we want it to be exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But it sounds like, but what's really good, Chris, is that um, Lost in Comics is continually evolving. That's really nice that, you know, it's like yeah. you're still, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you know, hey, we, you know, um, the, we've got to change the format because the live stream, you know, it's gotten to the point where, you know, it, it it's just eating too much, you know, eating too much yeah. time. I want to do other things, but still be considered, you know, under the, you know, keep it under Lost in Comics channel. And that's right. Great. Yeah. You yeah. I, I think it's a. Uh... I remember early on during, you know, when we started the show, um, if you watch some of our early episodes of Lost in Comics, early mm -hmm. issues, um, something that was very important to Oscar and I, there's a couple of things. Um, one of them was to remain 
a positive force in mm-hmm. the community, positive force on YouTube. Um, I listened to other podcasts and when we started doing um, YouTube, I started watching a lot more comic mm-hmm. content and I saw something from a lot of channels and that is just controversy, negativity. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. We all have enough of that in the world already. Yes. So we're, mm-hmm. why do we want that mixed in with our, the, you know, this beautiful thing that we all love that we get yeah. an escape from reality whether we get lost in, um, why do we want more of that in our, you know, in this fun thing that we're doing? Yeah. So, you know, number one was that we wanted to be positive. We wanted to bring that, um, what we do in real life, we wanted to emulate that in the channel. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then second of all was just have a blast, you know, like, and we, if you watch some of the early episodes, Oscar and I used to do a lot of skits. Um, oh, okay. Just funny, yeah. you know, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff between he and I. Um, I remember the first year on Halloween, we did a uh, top 10 horror comics of uh, 2020. And, I remember, yes. And we did like a, a Michael Myers, like, you know, he was attacking me, you know. Uh-huh. I had to give him the top 10, you know, before he killed me uh, type of thing. But <laughs> um, just things like that, doing skits. And uh, Oscar would do uh, Joker impressions. He'd put a Joker mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, I play the guitar. So I developed this character and we called him Hottie. You know, uh-huh. he had long, long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would play the guitar and then, you know, do uh, hot books of the week, things uh-huh. like that. Um, and that was a big, it was important to us to, you know maintain that that fun atmosphere mm-hmm. fun positive positivity in the channel um and i and which is another i feel another blessing of the way that this direction that we're headed in um is to give us more time to i, I feel like in a small way we've gotten away from like the skits and i love doing that stuff oh, Maybe, yeah. i don't know i don't know if people like it or not but i i love doing it uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think there's a place where I think it's it's fun to have a little uh, variety in your comics, you know, and uh, yes. we did a couple with David, you know, um, the worst comic shop owner. I don't know if you if you saw that one. Uh, no, we, did a, we, we did a little co- uh, comic skit, you know, worst <laughs> comic shop owner of all time. You know, and he's I, I'm going in like a new customer and he's just, you know, insulting me, you know, with what. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, just things like that, you know, that yes. um, you'll, you'll start to see more of again um, that we have this, you know, this opportunity now. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know where I'm going with all this, except to say, you know, that's that's what that's what we're doing. And I'm excited about it. We're we are constantly evolving. And I, yes. and I was going to say is at the beginning, I was pretty hard headed and stubborn about doing the live show. Uh-huh. Um, I had a vision for it that I wanted it to be something like a, like a, like a tonight show, you know, like yes, yeah. uh, something you see for comics, you know, something that you would, um, I mean, you don't see that, you know, in a lot, you know, I mean, you have a lot of back and forth I, I watched a lot of guys just hang out you know which is cool you know yeah. um on Streamyard and just chatting and uh-huh. you know three hour streams and things like that but i, I really wanted to have something very organized something yes. um, mm-hmm. you know with a lineup and comedy and yeah um but man it is a lot of work so <laughs> <laughs> so and the, but it, but it's it's that's where we, we we've come from and we are evolving now i think into more of a recording style mm-hmm. 
with some live streams mixed in we'll continue to do our live interviews um yes. mm-hmm. so yeah which has been another fun staple of our show you know um the interviews yes okay so the interview so now let's see i know um because you've had you've interviewed some great creators rodney barnes axel alonzo jason shaw alexander um you know for our listeners you know who else have you you know and that shows only two or three that i saw the list man. on your youtube channel but like who else have you guys interviewed man we have we have been extremely blessed lucky um however you want to say it but um i remember our so our first interview i want to give him a shout out carl mostert um mm-hmm. if you're familiar with him dc he's done some work with dc done some indie um, books, but he's an artist, great artist. And he is actually the artist that did our um, variant. We did a variant cover for the Lost in Comics channel. Yes. Um, and, you know, I know, uh, I know you had wanted to talk about that as well. Yeah. I'll, I'll mention it right now. Yeah, um, we So Carl Mostert, he, he became a friend of ours very quickly early on in our YouTube channel. And how that began was we were having a show one night, live show, Mm-hmm. And I see Carl Mostert's name pop up in our chat in the live chat, and he's like making jokes, you know, in our live chat while we're talking, you know. Right. And I and I I, I kind of like looked at Oscar and I was like, "Is this Carl Mostert? You know, the artist?" Yeah. Uh, and he was like, "Yeah, it's me." You know, and <laughs> and, uh, and it was just the greatest, you know, it was the greatest thing. I, I and I was shocked, you know. I was like, and I was geeking out, nerding out at the time, like, "Wow, yeah. this." dc artists you know uh i'm trying to remember at the time i think he was doing the deceased uh, uh deceased uh and what is it yeah i can't remember it's one of it's one of the spinoffs the mm-hmm. not the original deceased uh untouch unkillables no unkillables okay i, I don't remember <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah. one of the deceased it was a three-issue run of deceased mm-hmm. um tom taylor writing and mm-hmm. uh, carl mostert on the art and he at the time he was writing that or uh, drawing that um, and came in the chat and then he followed us on Twitter. And nice. um, after he followed us, that opened up a DM opportunity. I mm-hmm. sent him a DM. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I mentioned, hey, I would love for you to come on the show and just have a good time with us. And he was like, I would love to. And I'd love to come on the show. Um, nice. And this was probably... I don't know, maybe the fourth month of our channel, you know, yeah. starting. Um, it, it was a little right after COVID. And um, so he came on the channel and I was nervous as heck, man. I mean, I was just uh-huh. in my mind, you know, these guys are making the the stuff that I am loving reading yeah. every single week. This guy works with DC, uh-huh. um, you know, so he came on the, came on the, on the, sh- the channel and, uh, we had a great time with him and it kind of birthed, you know, that, that relationship with him. And periodically we just check in on each other at, you know, we have conversation. I ask him how he's doing, what's he yeah. working on, you know? Um, and with that, the opportunity came for a, a variant cover that we did. Um, and this, this particular publisher, um, which I actually have the, have the book right here. I pulled mm-hmm. it out, but it's, um, Second Sight Publishing, which is a fairly new publisher. I believe uh-huh. they started less than two years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, 
the um, CEO, president, I, I don't, I can't remember his exact title, maybe create chief creative officer uh-huh. uh, messaged us on, on uh, Twitter. Oh, and nice. he, he said, Hey, I've been watching your YouTube channel. And he's like, I would, would you guys be interested in doing a variant cover with, we're a new publisher we just started out, um, but we want to we want to afford channels like yours an opportunity for you know uh, variant covers. And man, I just I was like, what? Like you know, yeah, yes. I, lo- I mean, we would love to we'd love to do a variant cover. Like what you know, what does it entail? And he said, mm-hmm. well, you need to get an artist, you know, yes. uh, or we can pick one for you, and mm-hmm. we can, you know, we can pick a a cover for you. Um, and he's he mentioned a few books and he's like, you know, do you are you interested in any of these books? Are you reading any of them? And I had actually um, I had just read uh, a review copy of Duplicant um, yes. from from that publisher from Second uh, Second Sight Publishing. And I told him, I said, and I would love to have it on that book uh, Duplicant. Uh-huh. And he's like, all right, it's d- done. You know, let you know. Um, do you want to get an artist? Do you want to have, he gave me some samples of some covers that they had. Yes. I said, I'd really love to have uh, somebody do it on our side. And I, uh, I contacted Carl, Carl mm-hmm. Mostert. And I, you know, I, I said, man, I said, we have this opportunity, Carl. I said, you, I feel like you're part of our family, you know, yeah. here. And I said, and I, I totally get it if you're too busy or whatever. Um, but we, I would love for you to draw this variant cover. Um, and he, he was like, he's like done you know when do you need it uh and uh and i i told i gave him the deadline and he's like what what are we drawing and i gave him a a summary of the story you know i was like mm-hmm. this is this is the story is i want to i want kind of a darker cover i said i've seen some of the covers that have been drawn for this comic yeah. um and i said they're they're nice you know i said but i want i want something a little that captures the uh it's about you know organ donation and uh yes mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, and so he's like okay and so we, we kind of talked through some of the stuff and I, i'm i'm not sure if you've actually if you've seen it or not but yes, you know, I, have. I know we're audio right now but you know the uh the covers right there and you can it's got lung you know the guy's holding lungs in his hand and you got it's like you he's like, like you're it's a book like, like they're at a butcher shop it's a butcher shop yeah and, and the guy's like yeah he's holding like lungs like yeah you know you want yeah. this, 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 this pair of lungs, or you, you want the other one, you know, behind the car. Right. You know? <laughs> and he's got this creepy that, smile, you know, yeah. and, and in the, in the back and the, behind the butcher glass, you see, you know, you got a fresh elbow, a shin, cornea, uh, eyeballs, livers, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just, a uh, he, so he, Carl sent this, this, uh, draft back to us. And I was like, Oh my gosh, Carl. I was like, dude, this is, this is incredible. Um, and he was, he was just going to give us the black and white. He said, I'm not really a great colorist. Yeah. Um, I said, well, let me, I said, let me reach out and see who we can get. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up, um, finding a colorist on Twitter, you know, just word of mouth. And she wow. just did a phenomenal job, um, nice. and colored the whole thing, sent it back and, mm-hmm. you know, had our first variant cover and, <laughs> um, so cool first and only and i i would love to do another one mm-hmm. um you know i obviously i paid uh carl you know for oh, his yeah, art yeah. and uh we had to pay for the pay for the books and mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I would i would still love to do i'd love to do another one and and um i've 
kind of been talking to somebody about one, but I, I don't have final, yeah. you know, yeah, a word on it yet. So, but hopefully soon. <laughs> oh my God. But it, it means, it means so much to me. It's not, and I don't mean this in an ugly way or anything. I just, I've seen other people put out variant covers and sometimes they're just stock, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, things like that. But when you have a variant cover, man, like I, I, I want to put a lot of thought into it. Uh -huh. I want to get, you know, having yeah. Carl do it for us, like that first, I mean, kind of just in the history of our channel, having yes. him do it, you know, it just meant so much to me. And I, if we ever do it again, it's going to have to be that type of opportunity where it's, it's mm -hmm. really special. Um, yeah. So however many copies it is, you know, it's, it's, it's very special for, for us, for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, yeah. that you is. Know, I didn't even answer your que your original question. I got into Carl and variant covers, but other interviews that we've had on the channel, um, mm -hmm. you mentioned Rodney Barnes, uh, Jason, Sean Alexander. Those guys are the writer and the artist of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. um, we've had um, I Mike, Diodato. The other, Mike Diodato Jr., mm -hmm. legendary Marvel, you know, who's doing a lot of work with AWA now. Yes. We've had um, Cullen Bunn great oh, uh, nice. the greatest yeah. uh horror comic writers of all time mm -hmm. um uh, sean lewis we've had uh yes man uh philip kennedy johnson you know action mm -hmm. comics writer um uh jeremy adams writer of flash you know the oh, current flash nice. writer yes um he's been on a couple of times um john lee's you know mm -hmm. everybody knows john lee's a awa writer hotel just yes. uh, went off to um, be optioned uh, for TV or mm -hmm. movie. Um, so I'm super happy for him. The Miranda brothers, you know, uh, we live, you know, mm -hmm. we've had them on um, Chris Condon, tech, that Texas blood, Jacob Phillips and Chris that's, Condon on the show. Right, yeah. Um, so just, you know, like I said, it's, we've been tremendously, you know, lucky, blessed to have, to meet mm -hmm. these creators. Zach Kaplan, you know, is on this year. Um, just so many, so many great, mm -hmm. Uh, creators that that i uh i just absolutely adore and i and I, I geek out every time i get the opportunity to talk to them so it's it's been it's been incredible yeah now i'm gonna ask um and if you can't tell me that's fine too but do you have do you guys have anyone lined up for any future episodes yes um i mentioned one of them a moment ago the, the nice thing when you're you've been doing a channel for a while right as you create some relationships and yes. sometimes you want to have people back because they're, they're doing new yeah. work um i can tell you i'm working on getting a date uh hopefully for november for mm -hmm. uh philip kennedy johnson oh, that's so nice. they have all the uh all the new superman news that we were just mm -hmm. uh, just did a video for this week um i mean he's he has done an excellent job i i'm i don't know if you've been keeping up with uh action comics what he's done with the war world saga um this whole year um but it was it was a tremendous run ever since he got on that title mm -hmm. um it has been one of my favorite superman runs that i have ever read um, yes. and mm -hmm. we were lucky enough to have him on january of 2021 um, when he was just starting off with action comics and now he just the announcement was made he's he's going further with it he's he's going to be the headline writer going mm -hmm. forward um so we're going to have him on in October, in uh, November. And then uh, I'm pretty excited about um, where ha we have um, Joe. Uh, I think his last name, if you say it, Mulvey or Mulvey. Um, but he is a uh, he's a comic book artist. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and he is doing a book with John Lee's The Last Ride of Pillar and Pride, um, which is coming out in, I believe, October November also. Oh, okay. So he's he's going to be coming in uh, coming on at the end of this month in October. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm really excited about that. And that was uh you know, John Lee's um you know reaching out and asking if you know hey would you like to get the artist on? And I was I'd love oh, I'd love nice. to have him on. You know. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna talk about the book, talk about his past, and mm-hmm. um. But yeah, just incredible stuff. I'm looking forward to those. So those are the two we have planned for this year, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have a big end of the year award show that we we love to do it's be, that's become a staple here um mm-hmm. and we will have you know a big nomination show in december mm-hmm. our best of uh, award show and then in january we'll have a a big award show and it'll be presented by mm-hmm. myself and a slew of comic creators that will actually present the award so it's gonna nice. be it's gonna nice. be a great time yeah <laughs> all right now i'm gonna ask you which creator would you like to come on the show? Mm, man, it's a good question. And can I? I'm, I'm gonna mention three. Yeah, that's man, fine. I, I could. I can. I can name a, a bunch I, that I would I, still love. I um, hear you. Yes. At, at the top of the list, um, two people at the very top: Todd McFarlane. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's that is you know. I remember Oscar and I first year of the show when we started getting a few interviews, you know, <clears throat> he and I were just dreaming, you know, like, man, can you imagine having McFarlane, you know, talking yes. to, to Todd McFarlane and um, the history and, you know, just to pick his brain, have a conversation with mm-hmm. him. You know, I don't know how much words I would get out, you know, talking yeah. to some, you yes. know, the Todd father, but yeah. uh, <laughs> um, he, he is definitely at the top of the list. Um Secondly, my favorite writer of all time, Ed Brubaker. Um, oh, yes. Man, I, mm-hmm. at the top of the list, Ed Brubaker, Todd, Todd McFarlane, Ed Brubaker. Um, when I read Kill or Be Killed um, mm-hmm. from Ed Brubaker, it was my first experience reading uh, an Ed Brubaker story. Mm-hmm. And up up to that point, I had read some, a few indie comics, but um when I read that, when I read Killer Be Killed for the first time, it just it opened up another world for me. Yes. Where mm-hmm. I, 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 I wanted to give indie comics more of a, more of a chance, you know, and mm-hmm. I, in reading that, um, it just, like I said, opened up my world to, uh, to a whole other um, slew of comics. Yeah. And so Ed Brubaker, and then thirdly, um, Jeff Lemire. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. just another fantastic writer who is, to me become a top three, you know, writer, mm-hmm. um, a current writer for me. Um, I mean, there's so many, so many great stories, sweet tooth, uh, mm-hmm. you know, black hammer, oh, uh, yeah, Royal right. city. Yeah. I mean, just descender, ascender, all these great comics. Um, and you know, with, of all the, of the three, I truly believe that Jeff Lemire will be on our show next year i really yeah. i really believe that i i um yeah so i think you know part of being a content creator um and i i mentioned to, this to you before is sometimes you got to be uh you got to be that little gnat on the wall you know you got mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to be like hey you know man i'd love to have you on the show at some point and sometimes you're going to get swatted away and yeah you know um 
but for me it's always about showing sometimes showing the the love to these creators i mean they they get a lot of hate as well right so mm-hmm. um showing a genuine respect and appreciation for their work um and i have done that over and over with jeff lemire and yes. he responded to me finally um a few weeks back and mm-hmm. he He's been uh, in the process of filming um, Essex County, which is going to be a, a show, um, mm-hmm. I believe, on Amazon. Okay. Um, so he's been on set um, doing that, and he replied and said, "I promise, w- we're going to do it." You know, get to. That's I was like, "Nice." So when I, I just again blew my mind, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Jeff Lemire, fin- finally!" You know, I've I, I can't even tell you how many times I've commented on his, mm-hmm. <laughs> on his posts on Twitter and Instagram. You know, uh, over the probably the last two years um so I'm, I'm really really excited about that and i'll so hopefully we'll have some news on that soon yeah oh but that's nice that congratulations on that that is thank you yeah. reached out to him that, and the thing was it's nice that he reached back and go we'll, we'll work something out man you know he's like he's like i'm gonna get you to stop commenting on my <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i mean these are these are great great people and mm-hmm. you know so you know i'm 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 really, I'm thrilled. And, you know, hopefully, like I said, we'll have some news on that uh, 2023 yeah. when he gets a little less busy. Yeah. Um, how, are, are you, are you okay with time or do, can we go a little yeah. past or, okay. Yeah. Keep going. We're good. One thing I wanted to talk to you about, I love on your, on your Twitter feed every Wednesday, you drop your new comic book day video. I love it. You know, so how, like can you tell our listeners when did you start that i'm gonna be honest because i can't remember when but whenever i see it on my feed it's like you know it's so cool so yeah yeah so um i think one of the one of the best things about being a fan of comics right is um and it's something that very early on i realized like man how many people that are in a hobby or how many people in the world get to experience what we do every single Wednesday, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. what other hobbies, you know, are there brand new, you know, I know, I think if you uh, collect vinyl, I think, you know, there's a certain day of the week that new vinyl, a shop will get put out new mm-hmm. vinyls, yeah. things like that. Um, but for us, we get a whole, yes, I mean, uh, a, a wall full of new titles, um, new issues, and it is just such a, you know, I, I call it, you know, Christmas on, on every single week, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, yes. and we're giving, we're getting gifts every single week. So when it comes down to like birthdays and Christmas, I tell my wife, I spend a lot of money on my hobby. You know, I am totally yes, I fine you. with you either not getting me anything or just yeah. take me to dinner, you know, um, yeah. because I live out christmas and birthdays every week <laughs> yeah. um and it, it's it's a beautiful thing and i i want to show i want to part of that for me is you know it's one thing to get your books and go pick them up you know put them in their bags and boards yeah and you know you read them you, you mm-hmm. do you take it all in by yourself but it's another thing when you get to experience this with a comic community of other people like yourself jason that you know share the same love for the the, the, the yes. books the characters mm-hmm. So for me, that is the that is something that I think for the most part we all have in common on Wednesdays. Um, we're all out there yes. getting those new comics. Um, yes. And I have 
a, a Twitter account. I have an Instagram. So I'm like, I get to share this with everybody and I love to do it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's become part of my life, you know, like uh -huh. all of the, the posts and the, the new comic book day haul. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's something I look forward to every week to, Hey, this is, this is what I pulled this week. Yes. Now, here's my books. Boom, 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 boom. Uh -huh. You know? Um, so yeah, I mean, that that's that's what it is and it's a, it's a joy for me it's a it's a routine that i look forward to mm -hmm. um yeah. i work full i work a full-time job um outside of the channel and i it's my little escape my little break yeah. you know, yes. during the day getting the comics making the video mm -hmm. and then once i do it i'm like all right back to work mm -hmm. and start working and <laughs> but um but yeah it, it is one of the greatest joys of the week for me doing that little video uh, I'm, I'm glad you like it too it's it's uh it's fun for me <laughs> And then also too, um, on your YouTube channel, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it like um, every Thursday you do your top, and it's not a live stream, but you mm -hmm. do like a, a short, like either 10, 15 minute video of your your top three comics, and you kind of go over what's in it. Correct. So, yeah. So mm -hmm. I I do a a top three every single week. Um, call it the LNC top three, Lost in Comics top three, and it's just a. Uh, I read that stack of comics that you see on Wednesday yes. on Instagram and Twitter Wednesday night, man, my wife is so gracious to me. Um, even tonight, you know, yes. <laughs> yes. you know, um, getting to do this, having these opportunities. And on Wednesday, um, I read all of my comics all in one night. Nice. Um, and you know, it, I have such a great time doing it. And I, mm -hmm. I, out of all that stack of comics, I read as I'm reading them, my routine is man, if this book just you finish a book sometimes and you're like oh my gosh that mm -hmm. was that was incredible you know yes. Yes. <laughs> or you you felt something you know you all of a sudden you're like man why am i why is my eye watery you know like mm -hmm. you know those books those issues you read yes you know, those issues deserve more um they they deserve to be talked about and it could be mm -hmm. sometimes it's a you know, an indie publisher of a comic that nobody's reading. Yes. Um, last week in my top three, um, was it, was it last week? Um, there's a book called New Think by AWA. Um, I and think, yes, I think, yeah, I think that was, because I remember, yeah, I think that was last yeah, week. I think, yeah, I think that was last week. And um, again, I think it's a book that not a lot of people are talking about or reading. Mm -hmm. But when I read it, it was just like, it's just very eye-opening. And it's about um, the effects of technology on our world. Mm -hmm. And um, not only what it's done to the individual, you know, mm -hmm. which, you know, this is a whole other conversation you could have, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. you go off on a tangent here, but, um, but also the effect that it's had on us as a society. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've been granted all these blessings and um, technology wise. And um, mm -hmm. we have everything at our fingertips and yes. yet somehow we're not living in a utopia. We are living yes. in a very divisive world. And you have to question that, like why, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And I think about that stuff a lot already. So when mm -hmm. I read a book, like there's this book, new think, and that is what it is about. Mm -hmm. Um and that was issue four that just came out. It's a five issue run. Um, that book, every time I've read it, it just gives me that, that I'm I just very like, it stays with me. It lingers with mm -hmm. me. Yes. Like, man, this, if everybody would read this, yeah. maybe we could all kind of 
like hey let's wake up and let's get on the same page man like mm -hmm. we're all we're on the same team here yeah um so you know with that said a book like that may not get a lot of attention um so i love doing the top three every single week um, mm -hmm. and I, I try to release that um either thursday or friday but mm -hmm. you know by the end of of the week um and that's my top three i like to get i'll do some mini reviews on those yes. books why i like them why mm -hmm. they're on my top three and then some other books that I also enjoyed mm -hmm. in that stack of comics. Um, but it's an opportunity for people that have also read those books. Mm -hmm. hey, it, I don't know about you, but like, I love to hear um, other people talk about comics I'm reading, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, it, sometimes it'll make, it'll trigger something. Like I didn't think of that when I was reading the book or, yeah. you know, um, so it, it's a lot of fun for me. It's uh, very raw and very, mm -hmm. I'm reading the books. I'm I'm taking mental notes as I'm doing mm -hmm. it, and then I'm putting out the video mm -hmm. either the same night or the next day. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it's every single week. Lost in Comics top three, and it's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's great. And while you were talking about that, Chris, the thing I, it you know, it's the the thing, you know, um, because I'm gonna say for you you got into comics at the right time because because now correct because you kind of started off in the new 52 right correct Sorry. because yes. the thing is at that time there's there's so many publishers you know and so many yeah so many publishers so many um outlets you know um that um because for me i you know for not because for me it's like you know the superhero genre always be Marvel and DC, and and that's great. No, and I love that. I love it. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you you know you know they'll have great storylines, and sometimes it's just pure escapism. Mm -hmm. But then you have all these independent comics like the AWA, where it's like going, "Whoa, what is this?" And and it's short. It's they make it only five issues because, you know, right. and it's one of those where it's like, "Wow, you can stop and think about the story and stuff like that." Right. You know? It, it it's just great yeah yeah i love it and it's it's um it's all i've known you know for the most part like you said i came into a, a time where comics have changed you know and i yes i have these conversations a lot you know with uh david my co-host because he was um he was in that era where you were buying comics at a um you know yeah. at, a, at a convenience store on yeah. the rack you know uh, yes. And I'm like, man, that would be so, I, I wish I could have had that opportunity. I never, yeah. I never did, you know, but, um, and the formatting has changed and, you know, yes. and some, in for some people that's, uh, an e like, it's easy to, to, to make that change and to evolve. And for mm -hmm. other people, it's, it's not like, this is not what I grew up with, you know, yeah, um, which, mm -hmm. which I totally get that also. Yeah. Cause you know, it's, it's nostalgia and, um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. For for me, you know, and I'm going to pick on David because, you know, there's that old saying, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, you know, <laughs> but but you can, you know. Yes. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, David, with what I just told you, you know, when we first started, when he and I first started talking about comics, we were talking about them at work before he mm -hmm. was on the channel. And um, he and I worked together and we had he was not reading comics at the time he was we would just talk about old like he would tell me about his old comics and yeah uh, but he was not reading anything new he was not yes. collecting but he still mm -hmm. had his collection 
Yeah. You know, he's a huge X-Men fan. Um, that's his, oh you know, God, yes. his bread and butter, you know? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, um, he loves the X-Men. Um, and what I love about how he and I, our relationship um, and our comic relationship started uh, is there were things that I hadn't read from mm -hmm. the past, you know, say um, the original Secret Wars, you know? Yes. Yeah. I had never read it, you know, um, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths. I had never read it. Mm -hmm. You know, I would sometimes open those books and just be like, wow, this is a lot of dialogue. This is a lot of reading, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and I but hearing him talk about it, you know, we would talk about it and he would tell me, you know, these are the stories that, you know, I was reading, you know, and mm -hmm. and how it affected him. Yeah. And. I, it made me want to give those stories another read and yes. um specifically he brought me secret wars the first time mm -hmm. and man i loved it i read the whole thing and i was like oh my gosh man like mm -hmm. you know i know i'm reading all these modern books but man i need to take a look at some of these yes. things you know um oh, yeah. and, and appreciate the past uh yes. the history and i think from that you know me doing that and then me telling him hey this is you know check this out. This is, um, yes. mm -hmm. you know, resistance. This is a book from AWA. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's like a, a superhero universe that's just beginning. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's a little bit like the X-Men, you know, like a modern yeah. you know, version. <laughs> um, and so him giving that a chance and then being like, wow, that was really good. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I love, I, I love that when people have open minds to there is, there's comics are just such a, it's just it it really is just such a beautiful um when i talk about comics i i can't say enough good things about them and what um mm -hmm. what they've not only done for me just in an entertainment value but yes. also just um opening up your mind to new ways of thinking new mm -hmm. you know yes. new character new appreciation mm -hmm. for so it's just so much um like you know i could be here probably four hours talking about all this stuff with you man so <laughs> You're gonna have to stop I know. me. <laughs> Chris, I know. Um, off the cuff question, and 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 I know you cannot answer for David, but like you said, he's a huge X-Men fan. Mm -hmm. My God, does he does he own a giant size X-Men number one? Does he have a bunch of John Byrne X-Men issues that do you know off that? He doesn't have the giant size X-Men, um, but he does have uh several John Byrne, uh, Chris Claremont issues um he's got he's got a ton of uh first appearances in the uncanny uh line mm -hmm. um and what what i love about david um and what he and i are so similar you know it's great to have key issue comics i'm not i don't want to you know put the i i oh, love yeah. when you're i love when you're collecting something for the love of reading it and the yes the, mm -hmm. And you all of a sudden, you know, like, hey, this show is going to uh, be a movie. And that issue that you bought that you were enjoying the story, it's now mm -hmm. a $50 comic. And you're like, yes. oh, wow. You know, I paid $3.99 for that book. Yeah. Uh, that's incredible. Um, David is like that, you know, with, you know, he's had a collection since he was a kid, even when he wasn't buying new comics or collecting, that he's valued that collection um, since he was a kid. He's never looked up the value of any of his comics, uh -huh. you know, to yeah. know, Hey, this is what this is worth. Um, so one day I was, we're talking in uh, secret wars, right? He, he, he said, Hey, you got to read secret wars. 
I said, oh, yeah, I'd love to. You know, well, the next mm -hmm. day he brought me the single issues of the whole Secret Wars run, you know? Holy. And I was, like, I was like, David, I was like, he just brings them in in a backpack, you know, single yeah. issues. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't realize, uh, and he just takes them out of the bags, puts them on the on the counter. Yeah. And like, Here you go. You want to read it, man? And and I was like, I started flipping through it. I was like, David, do you know how much these comics are worth? And he was like, No. I said, Well, just so you know, I said I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna be very careful reading it. Yeah. I said I'd actually rather read the trade because I don't want to like get your books, you know, ruined. Yeah. Um. I was like, but I showed him some of the value, and he's like, Oh <laughs> wow, that's really, you know, that's yeah. that's incredible, you know. But still, like he has no desire to mm -hmm. um, to sell them. And uh, one day, I actually went to his house. You know, we're looking through comic books. He has a uh, TMNT number one uh, second print. Mm -hmm. You know, which you know I, I can't recall how many printings I went to, but that book is mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know how much it's worth. It, it's it's incredible. <laughs> it's ridiculous how much that comic's worth. And he just has it sitting, you know, in his long box and uh i'm like pulling things out like oh my gosh dude like do you know do you know what this is and mm -hmm. uh you know he's got that thor issue 337 or first yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously i mean he's he's got so much stuff in there he just like i said he, he won't ever sell it yeah he really values it but it's more you know um he read all those stories yes yeah it's as a kid you know as, as a young person and uh like i said I, I love that about i love that about his you know his habits and and yeah, he, he definitely has some John Byrne, um, Chris Claremont stuff. And yeah, it's it's incredible. <laughs> now, I'm being serious. I'm not poking fun at David. Mm -hmm. I'm being clear because David just shows the real comic book fan. You know, because like he had the original first printing on Secret Wars, single issues. Here, he puts in his backpack. Here, here, Chris, why don't you just read this? I mean, this is what we did as kids. Yeah. You know, because we never, you know, we stuff in in our back pocket, you know, yeah. we, you know, oh, this is Spider-Man's first black alien color. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I used to fold it up, you know? Yeah. I have some of those that I bought, you know, that I'm like, man, who did this? <laughs> they're, all, they're, all, they're all, but I got it for yeah. cheap because somebody did that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. So, I mean, yeah, David, he's. That that's who he is, man. Like he he he'd read it for that for the reason of reading it, picking it up. Um, you know, he always tells me he used to pick up comics and sometimes he wouldn't be reading a whole series. He would just pick them off the spinner rack and be mm -hmm. like, you know, he's he always talks about back then, man, you could pick up a comic and read it and yeah. you get the whole story right there. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't have to know what was going on in the previous mm -hmm. one or the next one. Mm -hmm. Or um so we have those conversations a lot, but you know, he's he has changed and evolved, but he is yeah. still that yeah. kid. You know that the collected in uh -huh. the '80s and the '90s. You know? Yeah, and but, I and I, I love that and I appreciate it. But I I'm gonna have to say, um, there is there is there is the good side. Yeah, some of those were self-contained stories, but mm. also too there are like there are also some two-parters because I remember. Yeah. Um, you know when they used to sell like uh, those DC comics or Marvel comics like three in a bag for a buck you know you'd be mm -hmm. like look, and it's all mixed up it's you could have a Superman you could have um, a detective comic 
and then you'll get something like I don't know some weird off the cuff mag you know comic. Yeah. But I remember um. Sorry, I'm kind of going off the track because I remember reading. Actually, um, yeah, because I remember one of the stories I remember reading was uh, Detective Comics, the first appearance of Clayface. I think it's three. He had to wear an exoskeleton suit because to prevent him from literally melting away, to keep him alive, basically. I remember I bought one of those three packs had the detective issue part one and I'm kind of going, I want part two. What happened to part, you know, it yeah. took me maybe three or four years before I went, I finally figure out a comic shop. Oh, they had this year. Okay. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, for all the, the stories that David tells me, I always remind him, you know, I, well, like one of his favorite um, stories is the, um, dark phoenix saga right? Yes. you know our secret war and i'm like well those are stories you could not read you know on their yeah. own there's you know yes. you got to read the the run you know, yeah. you know to get the full story and you know he'll yeah you're right you know about that one <laughs> <laughs> so, i love having these conversations with him and we we, we yeah. uh go back and forth and but yeah i mean at the heart of it you know he loves he loves his his x-men loves his classic characters Yes. And I'm extremely proud of him for, you know, taking taking a chance on modern books because mm -hmm. it's something he he was not doing at all. Yeah. And now he's he has you know he has found you know his niche with things that I don't read. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. um, David reads some real out of the off the you know bonkers you know stuff. Uh -huh. But it's that's the beauty of you know comics. You can. Yes. everybody's got different tastes and different things that they love to read and you know he reads um all sorts of stuff you know we we, we laugh about and you know but um i, I just I, i'm extremely proud of him and appreciative of how he's evolved mm -hmm. and how our journeys have you know made each other evolve yes. so it's incredible all right i'm gonna start skipping around here um because um, actually, I want to start off with this. How big is your comic book collection? So currently, and I use the um, CLZ app. Uh, okay. So mm -hmm. I use, you know, are, do, you, do you use that, Jason? No. Uh -uh. So I don't know if you've ever looked into it. No. CLZ uh -uh. changed my life. So <laughs> when you have a big collection and you're constantly adding to that collection, yes. mm -hmm. uh, I highly recommend any comic fan clz comics it's an app mm -hmm. you can get on your phone um i am i'm happy that i got grandfathered into this app because i paid 15 dollars for the app when you know i don't know five years ago mm -hmm. and and now i believe you have to pay a monthly fee for it i think it's like oh, three nine two ninety nine a month or something like that no it's still yeah yeah so still kind of expensive, yeah it is yeah it's a monthly fee now you pay for it but <clears throat> i was you know at the beginning of it i used to keep track on my phone with a almost like you know a word doc that i would you know uh -huh. keep you know i just bought you know batman number you know 467 let me doc let me type that in and uh -huh. um i totally get that you know but this app and i'm going to tell you how many comics i have but yeah. the reason i'm, I'm saying I, I get you see my comic call on wednesdays yes and with this app you just literally scan the book in every uh -huh. book has a has a barcode you just boom scan it in 
Um, I have 4,416 <clears throat> comics in my collection. That's nice. So I can see exactly what I have right here. <clears throat> Gives me the total. And, uh, but yeah. And interesting enough, uh, Jason, I, the first year that I was collecting comics, I went really crazy, um, bought more comics than I should have. Mm-hmm. And out of my budget, um, I didn't know how to, it really was like a drug. You know, I didn't know how to handle it at the beginning. <laughs> and I was just, I was so excited. I was picking up things and reading things that I had no interest in, but I was just trying to dabble in everything. Uh-huh. And I, right after the new 52 um, rebirth started and yes. man, rebirth was so good. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, just, it just, it was, it was, I love, I, even now I look back fondly at re, at the rebirth era at the beginning, mm-hmm. but as good as it was, there's no reason for me to be reading every DC title. You know, I yes. was reading, mm-hmm. you know, of course my staples, Batman, Superman, mm-hmm. And then I was reading Green Lantern. I was reading Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was reading Nightwing. I was yes. reading Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everything they were releasing, I'm like, I was just buying it, buying it. Yeah. Um, I learned a very hard lesson really quick. Um, and I, when I got out of my budget, I was like, holy crap. And I'm really just, I need to calm myself down. Oh, no, <laughs> and, yeah. You know, so I ended up selling a lot of what I had acquired in a year. Mm-hmm. And my first year, this, and I kid you not, I had uh, just sh- just shy of two thousand comics mm-hmm. in a year. Wow! So mm-hmm. that is what I accumulated in in one year. Um, and now I I sold them all um, because I had some financial hardship, you know, or I had to oh, sell sorry. them. Mm-hmm. And I um, in that first year of collecting, I had some great key issues that. Mm-hmm. Um, have they've gone up you know risen in price now some there's still books in that first collection i had that i don't i still don't own now at this time mm-hmm. <laughs> um first uh jason todd the batman 635 uh, oh, had that okay. slabbed in a mm-hmm. 9.8 and i'll never forget wow. i got that um in a uh is a online comic auction and i mm-hmm. i got it for 25 dollars <laughs> wow. i mean just it, and and I I remember at the time I mean that was a good deal even at the time but yes. if you look at what you know a nine point eight of that book now you're you're looking at hundreds of dollars you know it's wow. <laughs> it's insane um so you know all to say sold the collection um and I restarted my collection uh-huh. and I when I restarted I told myself from here on out you know only things I love you know yes. um, uh-huh. only stories that I want to read. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and that when I did that refresh, it was before the channel had started. Um, so since that time, I've, that is that is my collection. Um, I've seen some a lot bigger than mine, some smaller, but mm-hmm. I think I think for what I do and what I'm reading, that's uh, I don't want to you know outgrow my little studio here. But oh, no, yeah. <laughs> it'll eventually happen, I'm sure. So okay, before we get to your studio, I want to ask you, what is your most prize possession it and i'm not looking at monetary you know value or first like something that has sentimental value to you you know um and it could be either a single issue or a story arc or even a trade in your you know yeah so what's your most prized position out of your collection all right so this one is not really anything monetary um Mm -hmm. 
but my daughter was born in i told you march of 2020 right at the right at the beginning of covid and you know how that changed all of our lives well you know my daughter um absolutely changed my life um and the month that she was born um there was a con the comic came out at that time wonder woman number 750 and we had a um i got a blank cover for that comic book and we got her uh footprints uh and we put on the blank cover so the month she was born uh had that put her uh, footprints right there on the front of that that book and I always have this right on my wall behind me, um, right behind, right where behind where I sit. Yes. Um, but a comic, you know, as she gets bigger, that I look at her feet now, and mm -hmm. you know, she's she'll be three in in March of this upcoming year. But it's just something special about that. I mean, it's nothing crazy, you know, just putting her footprints on a Wonder Woman uh, anniversary issue. It's a ninety-six page comic, you know, blank cover, but it's got her little footprints on there. And that's just uh, that, that's one that I'll I'll always 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 hold dear to my heart right there. I love that book. <laughs> that is so nice. Yeah, that that's really that's, that's the one. Really yeah, really nice. That is yeah. Nice. All right. Now my next question is going to be a little bit opposite. What is your white whale comic that you are still looking for to add to your collection? So one that I, I don't want to be ridiculous, you know, and, you know, I, there are some books that I will never own, you know, go for it. Just be <laughs> ridiculous, man. Just go rebuke. I'm serious. If you can, you know, I mean, detective comics, 27, you know, I mean, that, that mm -hmm. is, you know, like I said, I, I, I don't know how, in the, how the heck I would ever acquire that, you know, in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. But um, if I, if that, if there was one book that somebody said, you can have it, you just name it you know uh -huh. detective comics 27 first yeah. appearance of batman um that would be my all-time you know like, nice. like man oh my gosh man like <laughs> uh -huh. uh, you know i'm done collecting after that you know it's just yeah um i would i would give up quite a bit for it you know but uh -huh. <laughs> um something i think is more attainable that i think would be possible you know with budgeting and saving mm -hmm. and hulk 181 um, oh yes yeah you know um, is it the first appearance of wolverine not i mean it's debatable right yeah <laughs> it's, yeah i know it's, yeah uh, but it is considered the first appearance to get the iconic cover on it mm -hmm. um that would be the one i think sometime in this lifetime i i oh, think yeah. i will own that mm -hmm. book you know yeah. um so that i think the one the detective is is like a is a dream um but hulk 181 I, that is a book i want to own in my collection and i think yeah. i will eventually how about for you do you have what, what's your what's that book for you actually for me actually i already got it was the oh, uh, wow. action comics um number 500 oh uh, because that was oh i can't remember who the writers were but it um kurt swan drew i the only reason why was because um, I, it was one of those dollar size issues where it was like sixty four pages or something like. It was one of those. It's, it was an anniversary issue, and what I loved about it was it told the whole origin of Superman again. 
and mm -hmm. it was um and what it was was that basically it was um it was a superman museum that was opening up and you know superman was giving a guided tour and what you know that's the thing i really remembered about it um kurt swan um and you know i'm gonna say this um you know for me kurt swan was my superman that i grew up with i love john burns i don't get me wrong i love john burns superman that was great everyone else but for me because um when i started to read comics you know kurt swan was the superman artist on mm. If I remember correctly, both action. I know I'm definitely on Superman, and I want to see on action comics too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so wow. um, so yeah, so That's I, awesome. I Dragon's Lairs was able to get me a nine point six, and I was fine with that. The CGC yeah. nine point six, and I think it was like for eighty bucks. So oh wow, good, good yeah. deal. <laughs> yes, yeah. But, so yeah. Well, so congratulations man that's awesome uh, yeah thank you and then i i know you're trying to look for the facsimile of detective comics 27 because like it's right above yeah. you in the on your right hand side yeah so right yeah there. yeah that's <laughs> that might be the closest i ever have to it but you know it's it's still beautiful looking at the cover just you know it's yes and i um i i love the history of comics you know i there was a uh a little period there with the lost in comics channel where i was doing a lot of short videos like uh -huh. one minute one minute videos on the history of comics because you know my my love for the history um when, like i told you earlier I, when i go into something i really dive in yes. and uh -huh. i think comics satisfies so many needs and loves and desires for me personally even as a kid i love collecting things uh -huh. um and I've collected several things, you know, throughout my life. Um, you know, there was a time when I collected stamps, uh, mm -hmm. collected uh, coins, you know, different types yeah. of coins, uh, stamps. Um, I just recently got into collecting vinyl, which I have to be really oh, careful with yes. because, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm limiting myself on that very much. But, you know, <laughs> with my love for music and, um, you know, getting into that's a whole other thing. But um with that said, you know, the history and, and mm -hmm. I've read the detective comics, uh, number 27, even before I got this, I had mm -hmm. read it online. Um, I'm just so, I'm so curious about, you know, where all these things that we love, where they came from, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, the history of them and, and how they originated and how they've evolved over the years. And, mm -hmm. um, and my second favorite character is the Punisher. Um, yes which you know i do have the asm 129 um got that right before um covid right wow. before it spiked mm -hmm. you know crazy yes. um and i still i still paid a, a good amount for it i had a guy that sold it to me and let me make payments on it which was mm -hmm. excellent um and I think it's, it's a 5.0 which you know for it, me it's always no. mm -hmm. low grade is better than than no grade i'm i'm yeah. not a i'm not a, a 9.8 you know Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. um, 9.8 snobs, you know, but <laughs> because, you know, there's some people, they, they, they just, they have to have a 9.8. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm like, man, if you give me that comic, you know, give me the lowest grade. As long as like, as the cover's attached, man, yes. I put that yeah. in a uh, top loader and, and there you go. It's in the collection. Um, but yeah, just, um, I, I love to go back and read those issues. ASM 129, mm -hmm. 
first Punisher. I went into the Marvel app, you know, early on. Yes. I wanted mm-hmm. to read that or that uh, origin, that that mm-hmm. first appearance of the Punisher, first appearance mm-hmm. of Batman. Um, you know, um, the first uh, Spider Man. You know, I, uh, Amazing Fantasy fifteen. Going mm-hmm. back and reading those 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 issues, and um, I love it. I, I'm actually reading the um, Fantastic Four. I have a collected. Um, Marvel did like a collection and, and they're they're pretty cheap. I think they're 15 bucks. Um, yes. You see like yeah. like a small not 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 a pocket size but yeah, they're smaller, yeah. Yeah. They're not they're not they're not full books. They're smaller and then you can read, you know, the first, you know, um, yeah, the yeah. first arc and yeah, like you know, um, monumental issues mm-hmm. and I've been reading the Fantastic 4 and man, that some of that's I mean, obviously some of it's not aged well but (laughs) but some of it you know is just it's it's just fantastic man i I love reading that and just i get lost in just you know the idea of you know these Uh characters as we know them now yeah this is where they started you know and i there's i have a deep love and appreciation for that um so yeah i just Mm it's another tangent there but um no no it's not a tangent because i'm gonna say because um Back in the 70s, uh, Marvel reproduced some of their earlier works from the 60s. Um, like, you know, the first four or five issues of Spider-Man in like literally pocket-sized books. Mm. Um, one of them was Doctor Strange and it was in color. And I remember I falling in love with Doctor Strange. Steve Ditko's art was, in, it was incredible. I remember reading that thing. Um, Couple years ago at Amazing Comic Con, they had the Doctor Steve Ditko um, Doctor Strange omnibus, the whole collection, yeah. and I think I got it real cheap for like thirty bucks or something. Because you know, usually yeah. at these conventions, they'll sell it cheap. You know, because they buy them in bulk, right? Right. I right. got it cheap. I'm kind of going. Part of me is kind of going. Okay, I do want to read it one day, but that means I have to plop it down on my dinner table, open it, turn the page. <laughs> Where it has the but the the but the I guess like I would say the um um the um backpack size um Marvel books the one like your Fantastic Four one yeah. they have a Doctor Strange one I think it's like the first nine issues I want to yeah. and it's that Dragon's Lairs I want to buy it just to yeah so I can like if I'm at a hotel or if I'm if I don't right. want if I don't want to break my legs holding the you know having the omnibus sitting on my yeah, leg. yeah. I love the omnibus, man, but they are they're huge, man. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and know this be, might mm-hmm. might be too much, you know, but if you take that, I don't know if you do any restroom reading, but you know, yeah, you, those, yeah. those are those are impossible to take to the restroom. The like, man. <laughs> you know, five I, pounds or <laughs> yeah, I mean let, let's put it let's let's be honest, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's ninety nine point nine percent of us guys do our reading on the toilet, man. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> trying to and then thank god that dr strange omnibus is kind of thin but try to bring in like um because i got the two volumes of the um um injustice gods among us um omnibuses man drag for me to drag that into the toilet you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah uncomfortable <laughs> yeah <laughs> And you can't read it in bed too, because man, you're gonna get a concussion when it falls on you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't hold it overhead. Yeah, you can't really. Yeah, it's you gotta lay it 
in a table in front of you or you know yeah. i have a nice recliner here where i can kind of you know kind of put it on the side there on the arm yeah. and, you know but man you gotta you gotta make arrangements for the for the omnibus <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i do like those those pocket you know smaller yeah. books you can just or trades i I've, I've fallen in love with reading books and trade you know just oh yes um it's just it's fantastic mm-hmm. and get them for much cheaper get full runs of comics that you can just yes. you know binge <laughs> i love it yeah sorry chris i'm going to try to wrap things up because i know i don't, I don't want to try to keep you too long so of course. you talked about um i also want to talk about um your little space that you have what so listeners if you guys watch you tune into lost in comics youtube channel chris has this amazing wall set up it's incredible how did you get that how did how did you build that up? How, you know, how did that come about? So <clears throat> early on, uh, if you watched Lost in Comics from the very beginning, when I was recording those first videos, um, when Oscar and I were streaming, you will see me in a corner and you'll uh-huh. see some, um, I, I, it was a really nice little setup, but it was very, it was literally a corner of my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I shared that is my wife and I our our personal bedroom, and you can imagine, you know, I, I don't. I'm, I'm sure most wives do not want to have their, you know, yeah. yes. <laughs> their husband's growing comic collection and toys, you know, in their bedroom. Um, and not only was I have did I have the collection in the bedroom, but I was also filming, you know, on Thursday nights in the room, and mm-hmm. and I I have. I, the most incredible wife you know giving <laughs> not compl- she really was not complaining i just knew that i needed to get out of that yes. yeah, space no, I and i had a, a lot of goals and um a vision came about for the channel and uh, an ever-growing comic book collection uh, i was keeping my short and long boxes underneath our bed mm-hmm. um, in my closet yes mm-hmm. and just you know ever-growing um so i we our house has a garage and we were not utilizing the garage for our cars. Our cars are always outside. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just had tools and, you know, lawnmowers, your mm-hmm. everyday, you know, things, you know, to take care of the house. And one of the things when we moved into this house that I, I had always wanted to convert this garage into uh, a man cave or mm-hmm. an entertainment room of some sort, the need just kind of intensified when I became a comic collector (laughs) and, uh, and uh, the YouTube channel. So we, um, and I say we, cause my wife helped me um, and we converted this garage into what you know, is the lost in comic studio with, Mm -hmm. you know, all this behind me, the comic wall, um, Mm -hmm. this wall extends, you know, both ways and up and down, Mm -hmm. you know, from here, there's another, Four, you know, from here, there's three more rows of comics up on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a um, an artist come in and do a mural. If you've seen our some of our shows um, yes. with the Lost in Comics background, yeah, you know where it's got, you know, it has the uh, Batman up at the top, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, Flash. That's right across from me on this side, mm-hmm. and she did a beautiful mural. Uh, it says Lost in Comics right in the middle. All the characters around it, my favorite characters. Um, I've, I've, I've planned on doing a room tour, you know, eventually when I mm-hmm. get the time and I'll do a video of it, but, um, yeah, I moved that little corner and I, mm-hmm. you know, all, all that I had there, the boxes, everything moved it all out here. 
it's a garage. It's closed off. I've insulated the garage door. Mm -hmm. uh, I've put nice, uh, soft uh, flooring mm -hmm. in here. Yes. I mean, it's just, it, it really is an escape. Uh, and it's highly recommend anybody that's a, a comic, you know, mm -hmm. comic nerd to have just your own, some sort of space. It doesn't have to be a garage, yeah. but you know, I think we all understand that. Like <laughs> it's yes. nice to just kind of get your own little space. And, um, and the nice thing is we, we share this, even though it is the comic room, you know, um, when I'm not recording or whatnot, you know, the family comes in here, my kids play video uh -huh. games, I have a TV in here and my wife and I watch, um, shows here in the end of mm -hmm. the night. And, um, but yeah, it's, I, I love this, this room. I'm like, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, I call it the lost in comic studios and it's beautiful. That's nice. And Chris, I'm going to say this and, you know, I'm not being, I'm making this clear. I'm not being sarcastic, but sure. that is so nice of your wife to be, you know, to be supportive of your hobby. Actually, I have a very good wife that's also supportive of my hobby. And, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and the thing, what's good too, is that, you know, um, um, what's nice was that, you know, you respected her space. You go, you know, I, I need to do, I need to, you know, yeah. we need to, I need to move someplace else in the house to do right. my stuff and have my little area. But yeah. Absolutely. It, and it, that I can't overstate it. And I think you, you understand what you just said, you know, your wife is similar, you know, um, there are, I have friends or people that I know that are not in that same boat. And I, mm -hmm. yeah. I know that it can be very uh, detrimental yeah, <laughs> to a yeah. marriage to, uh, yeah. you know, um, not everybody is, has that understanding, you know, um, my wife and I, we, I think we, we, we're a great team. We do a lot of compromising and a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, when we watch TV shows, you know, it's like, Hey, she's watched, um, superhero shows with me yes. and I've watched, you know, uh, Grey's Anatomy with her and, you know, yeah. like, so it's like, Hey, okay, let's watch this series. And then you, oh, you want to watch this series. Okay. I'll watch that series with you. Yes. And it's, you know, that's how way we kind of live our life. And, um, you know, comics has been one of those things that, uh, I've seen, like I said, I've seen relationships kind of like, man, you need to give up your collection <laughs> no, <laughs> or you need to stop, you know? Yeah. You know, and it's kind of, yeah. And it's, and it's hard, you know? And um, so I think having that respect and, and yeah, I, I knew when I was in that room, she never told me, you know, I need you out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, just knew okay. I was like, man, this is, you know, I'm taking up a lot of space here. This is not, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can't imagine many wives want to walk into their room and just, see their 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 husband's side you know batman on the wall yes. and, <laughs> you know daredevil and whatever mm -hmm. <laughs> but, all right so chris i'm gonna start i'm gonna start trying to wrap this up um sure the next um just some, actually yeah a couple well let me just ask you about conventions um do you remember your first convention you went to yes um i went to a uh we have a, a a con that comes here to San Antonio <clears throat> and I, it was my first comic con, um, I went and they always come around my birthday. So, uh, I don't know. Expect... Your birthday's, your birthday's coming up on October 13th. I didn't know correct? that. Yeah, I'm... that is. I don't remember telling you that. Did I tell you that? <laughs> no, because you said it in your, um, you, I saw your, your, your top three, um, videos okay. I mentioned yeah <laughs> that's right yeah okay so um yeah my birthday is this week uh thursday so um the comic-con is actually here in san antonio in two weeks 
So it's always around my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few years back, my wife and my parents uh, surprised me and bought me tickets to meet Jim Lee at uh, our Comic-Con here in San Antonio. And it's very r- rare that we get premier Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. you know, creators here at, at this yeah. comic-con mm-hmm. but that year jim lee was coming as soon as i saw the name i was like oh man i told i had told my wife i was like man i would love to go mm-hmm. see you know i would love to meet jim lee yeah. and, uh, um but they got me the vip pass they bought me the oh, vip nice. um so i could meet him nice. um sit front row at his panel um you know uh took pictures with him he signed got to sign some of my books um it was just it was incredible experience mm-hmm. um and jim lee also one of my favorite being one of my favorite artists you know i just it was a uh, my first con and a very overwhelming wonderful experience mm-hmm. uh and that that was my first uh my first comic con yep jim lee mm. That is so nice that your wife and your parents did that. Oh, it was incredible. I, like I said, I'll never forget it. I have the, I even saved the pass from that VIP pass yes. and I have mm-hmm. it hanging up yeah. here on my, yeah, because it was just one of those monumental, mm-hmm. you know, uh, occasions for me. <laughs> um, One more question um, about conventions and then I'll start wrapping them. I've got like two or three more questions to wrap up stuff. Sure. Um, What was your now, not the Jim Lee experience. What was your other um, favorite convention convention moments? For me, this last year, um, we uh, David and I went to the Dallas Fan Expo. Yes, and mm-hmm. doing and doing this channel. Um, obviously, I have a good time. You can t- tell <laughs> I can gush over comics, and um, but you know, it's not something that I'm in to make money or to, you know, get rich. It's just the joy of, of what we do, you know, just like you're doing right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's incredibly fun for you and you're having a great time. You're supporting something that you, you, you like. And, um, in doing this channel, you know, we've talked about the interviews, you know, it's afforded so many opportunities And this past year. Um, we were able to qualify to get a press pass for the nice. Dallas fan expo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not only did we get to go, but we didn't have to pay to get into the con. You know, our three days were paid as a with a press pass. Um, and for me, I guess, again, I, I'm a very sentimental person, and I, I take things in. You know, I, I when I'm doing them, I look back at, on them, I hold them in high regard, and and this mm-hmm. is one of those times for me going as you know lost in not only as myself as just attending a con but mm-hmm. going as you know lost in comics going with yes. david mm-hmm. you know staying in a hotel with him building our friendship you know through that weekend you know getting up and having coffee with him in the morning having tacos you know <laughs> um mm-hmm. going to the con just getting to experience that with him um doing that as the channel for me that was the most you know meaningful um con experience aside from the jim lee experience mm-hmm. um for me this this past year dallas fan expo um that was just incredible and it's one that I'll, i won't forget yeah <laughs> oh that's nice and yeah and for listeners um um chris and david the you guys now it's on the youtube channel but if i remember correctly you guys did like a 
half hour live stream from the con. Is that correct? Yes, and I, I wouldn't recommend going back and watching it, but <laughs> man, the reception in there was horrible. Uh and it was it was I was having a great time. I couldn't tell that the reception was bad on my feed. Yeah. Um and it actually we actually had quite a few views on that live stream. I think it was like 700 and something views on That's that live nice. stream. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was a horrible recording. Um, but it, uh, but yeah, we did go live. And so one of the things I told David, I was like, man, I just want to, you know, take this all in and just go live, you know, while we're here, yeah. set up a little microphone and we'll do it again the next time. And we'll prepare a little better, make sure we have a, a better signal. And <laughs> But yeah, we we did go live and and it what I love about the con is you know, it's not just a chance for you to you know, go look at a bunch of great comics and you know, mm -hmm. go down artist alley and see all the incredible artists and get a mm -hmm. commission or you know, um, mm -hmm. get your own original art whatever. Yeah. But you also it's like how many opportunities do you get in your normal week to just hang out with that many people that are like you you know or that are as passionate about a thing mm -hmm. you know whether that be you know anime um comics mm -hmm. you know art you know all these things you get to be in that environment and it's yeah. it's just you just feel alive you know that's the best yeah. way i can tell you it's just like you're there and it's like you feel alive like man all these people are loving and doing the same thing i am doing i was standing in line um David and I were standing in line for Tom King um, mm -hmm. to get some signatures at yes. the Comic-Con. <clears throat> and we just, we we're just having conversation with people in line while we we're waiting. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. I mean, you don't, you just don't get that. You know, like I said, every, your normal life, every single day, mm -hmm. you don't get that experience. So I encourage, you know, when anybody's doing it, don't, it's easy to isolate yourself, you know, and just kind of mm -hmm. walk around. And, mm -hmm. but if you just, you know, just poke a little bit at somebody and ask mm -hmm. them a question or you overhear them, you know, uh, talking about something Just join the conversation and it, man, you'll yeah. walk away with like, man, that was a lot of, that was even more mm -hmm. fun than what I had anticipated. So, yeah. but yeah. All right, Chris, couple more questions and then I'll wrap up. Okay. A fun question. Have you and your family been to Hawaii? We have not. And we, um, we talk about it, you know, it's mm -hmm. one of those things that we've, um, we have both said, you know, man, we would we would love to go to Hawaii, um, uh -huh. but you know, it, it it's like man, it's one of those places that's far away, and it, man, we've we've never been that that far, uh, uh -huh. taking a trip that far. But man, I I would absolutely love to, and I know I've heard so many great things. I've had um, cousins that have lived in Hawaii. <clears throat> that, oh. um, uh -huh. Yeah, um, had a cousin that was stationed in Hawaii, uh -huh. and they just they love the culture. They love the mm -hmm. people. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, I would love to get out there sometime. So, okay, man, need to. <laughs> well, I'll let, okay. So this part you do not share with your wife. <laughs> I'll tell you when comic conventions are coming down and you'd be going, Hey honey, why don't we go at this time? <laughs> oh, you guys get here. Oh, there's a convention here. I didn't know there was a comic convention. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> uh, you know. So, yeah. um, let's see. Um, let's see. 
what is the most fun or exciting thing you love about comics? Man, other than all the things we've talked about tonight, you know, um, the, the, it, for me, it always boils down to the stories, right? Like when it's just you and the comics, right? Like if you, uh -huh. you know, there's always, we did a show one time, you know, um, uh -huh. the, the books you would take with you on a desert Island, you know? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, you know, there's all, there's a ton of fun stuff, the community, uh -huh. the, the, with YouTube, with, um, conventions, but when it comes down to it, you know, why do you like comics? Why do you, you know, for me, the most fun mm -hmm. thing, it's always going to be the stories, you know, it's yes. what brought me in and it'll be the thing that always attracts me. <clears throat> Even if I wasn't doing, you know, the channel um, and I've had this conversation, you know, I didn't mention it earlier, but, you know, Oscar, who was my partner when we started, mm -hmm. you know, he that no longer does the channel with me he um we did about 100 we're we roughly about 137 episodes issues of lost in comics and around issue number 80 79 80 um oscar stopped collecting comics mm -hmm. um and you know he's fine with it he's you know he's great he and i are still friends um but he just oh, yeah. he got out of the hobby um oh. and you know like I mentioned earlier, we both were very passionate about it and he mm -hmm. needed to make a change in his life. He did at that time, he and I, our, our journeys were so linked. And so, um, from the beginning of when I first got into comics and then the beginning of the YouTube channel, mm -hmm. I really questioned whether or not I wanted to move forward with the channel. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I, I, it was hard not doing it with him. That was it's my, my buddy and my partner who did it, did it, started it together. Mm -hmm. Um, but ultimately you know he he pushed me to keep doing it and i and i did and i, mm -hmm. I kept doing it and he encouraged me and you know said a lot of great things and kind things to me but all to say if you took all of that away and the channel and all of that mm -hmm. you know you would still find me in this garage you know mm -hmm. sitting on my recliner here with a bunch wow. of trade paperbacks and single issues with you know <laughs> just reading yeah. stories you know and mm -hmm. that's how it started before the channel that's how it would be without the channel and so for me the most fun thing for me is just getting lost in those stories yes. you know um it's what what you love what i love mm -hmm. it's incredible and then all the other stuff is just flavor you know extra the community yes. the the cons the mm -hmm. the relationship i mean that those are i love those things and i love that through the stories, all these other things have grown. Mm -hmm. um, but man, for me, like I said, I, I hope to be an old man one day with my glasses on, just sitting there, you know, reading comics mm -hmm. <laughs> out by a river somewhere or sitting here in the, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but that, that for me is just, it doesn't get better than that for me. Just having mm -hmm. nice coffee or, you know, mm -hmm. a beer or whatever yeah, while I'm sitting, you know, <laughs> reading comic books. <laughs> So I have to comment that it's nice that Oscar, you know, even though Oscar, you know, um, I'm just going to say for now, stop collecting comics because who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes 10, because some people stop and they come back, you know, oh my yes. God, this is what I missed. But, but I, but that's great that, you know, Oscar encouraged you to continue on with the channel. And also too, yeah. it's great is that, you know, your current calls, David, you guys have, you, you know um you guys 
balance each other out. Whereas David can talk about, you know, this is how, you know, this is the comics that I've read in the past. This is what I read. This is what I liked about them. And right. you're also kind of going, you know, but and, and you're telling David, and this is what's great about comics today too. Right. And you guys are balancing each other where David's reading new stuff today. And you're also looking back, you're also, you know, um, visiting old stories. Like, like you mentioned, the secret wars, your original secret wars. Yeah. That's great. That's really great. Yeah, absolutely. And I, um, you know, I told you a little bit ago, I'm, I'm very sentimental. And when it comes to, you know, talking about Oscar, you know, it's, um, you know, and I think back on it, I'll never forget, you know, I told you he encouraged me to keep going <clears throat> and I, he and I had a conversation. He actually came to my job, you know, um, mm -hmm. one day and I was working and um, before I was working at home and he came to my job and he said, Hey, bro, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, let's, let's talk. And um, you know, it's when he told me he was going to sell his collection mm -hmm. and, you know, he was gonna, he wasn't going to do the show anymore. And, you know, I, I kid you not, and I'm not ashamed to say this, but he and I literally cried, you know, <laughs> together you know yeah. uh because we knew what he was telling me you know it was almost and we we talk now we laugh about it you know but in that moment um you know it was like we were this married couple and mm -hmm. i was like you're breaking up with me man <laughs> you know and uh you're, you're divorcing me and um you know and he and i shared that moment and i'll, I'll never forget it we both we were just both crying because we had done so much and I felt like yes. we had accomplished so much together um, yes. and what might be, you know, very small and, you know, in the big scope of things, but to he and I, and what, you know, what we had started from nothing, um, you know, it was a big deal. So, yeah. you know, I always, in the back of my head, I'm always hoping for that day to come when he, you know, like you said, I've seen so many collectors. I've, I've seen some 15 years, you know, um, mm -hmm. that I've seen on Twitter that I now have conversations with and, you know, they got out of the hobby for one reason or the other in the nineties or, you know, early two thousands, yeah. you know, and, and they they just came back, you know, and it's like, uh -huh. wow. Um, so, you know, I have that hope for him and if he wants it, you know, <laughs> of course, yeah. you know, so. And I think the, the cool thing is you guys are still friends. Yeah. You, without absolutely. the comics, it's, you guys are, you know, the friendship still continues. Exactly. And that's, we talked about, you know, that after we're like, you know, we were friends before and we always be friends and you know uh -huh. we still go out when we can and you know yeah. it's just, uh, <laughs> but I, obviously i will always miss him on on the channel you know? <laughs> so if you ever heard if anybody's ever heard our intro for the the our intro for the show uh -huh. um that's oscar singing that he's doing like a rap you know yeah yeah that's that's oscar's voice and i've always kept it in there uh, I've changed, you know, the back, you know, the images and the, mm -hmm. the video of what what's in there, but I've always kept his, you know, uh, yeah. his audio in the back. So almost like a little homage to him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Last question. Any closing words to our listeners? Yeah. I mean, I would love everybody listening to come check us out. You know, I, mm -hmm. everything that you've heard tonight, you know, it's, it's a, tr it's a true love for the comics the mm -hmm. history the stories yes. and i you know I, the positivity you know i think we i try to project that as much as possible you know if you're looking for a controversial channel 
you're looking for somebody that likes to argue or you know has very strong opinions on things that's not our channel so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um, yes. but you know if you share a genuine love you know for all comics you know um and your journey is constantly evolving like mine where you're reading you know past stories and new stories if you love hearing from the creators that wrote and have mm-hmm. drawn these beautiful uh, beautiful books that we get to read every single week, you know, come follow, you know, give us a follow, give us a, a subscribe to our channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently started a TikTok. you know, I was oh. resistant to that for a while. So, you know, we have a TikTok also, you can check us out on, and basically everything you see on, if on YouTube, you'll mm-hmm. see on TikTok. you know, I'm not doing anything special. I'm just take, taking clips out of our mm-hmm. stuff that we do on YouTube, putting it on TikTok. And people like shorter videos. That's, mm-hmm. you know, people, that's our, our generation now is just, you know, yeah. quick, you know, so I'm putting things on TikTok. So check us out on TikTok on, on YouTube is our primary content driver. And I would love for everybody to, to check us out. And I also want to just say, you know, thank you to you, Jason. I mentioned it at the top of the show, but we never met, you know, like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, but I see you every week. Um, I see your posts. I, you also do a Tuesday post, you know, every single mm-hmm. week and a Wednesday post, you do mm-hmm. a DC, a new DC post and yes. you do the, the new comic day post on Wednesday. And, um, you also have a rare positivity mm-hmm. that, Thanks. you know, it's a, it's appreciated and it's noted, um, that, you know, you, you see a lot of people on, on Twitter and we have, you know, different varying degrees of how close we are to people on social media, but you can tell when somebody's consistently a positive force. And I, you know, I appreciate that about you. And I, I had no um, reservations about being on the show with you. Cause I, I can tell just for uh, just from where, what I see and how the length of time I've seen it on your consistency um, and I just want to tell you, I appreciate that uh, from you. And I thank you for having me on your uh, podcast. Um, just Chris, you know, just Chris, thank you very much. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, you know, we follow each other on Twitter, literally almost from literally. Well, I know you came on Twitter on 2019, but we pretty much, and I came on Twitter like a couple months after you, but we've been pretty much following each other. And yeah you know i love your twitter posts you know um i you know i love and like i've said already like you know i love you know you know whenever i get a chance even sometimes i'll watch the old ones you know i love your you know the, the lost in comic shows you know it's great i and i love like i said i love your um your new comic book day um videos that you drop it's real short it's great you know and it's just again it's just that positive attitude of your love for comics yeah you know so just you know chris you know mahalo thank you very much for being on the show thank you very much for your time listeners i told chris in then like a couple emails don't worry we're gonna do 90 minutes don't worry we're gonna do 90 minutes like now it's like two hours plus you know (laughs) it was a good time man i had a great time and you know mahalo to you um Thank you again. This has been a been a fun night, great night. Uh, I'm I'm glad we got to do it. Yeah, and I'm and I'm glad that we were able to finally meet, yeah. you know, over Zoom. You know, yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Um, now, if you are a new comic book reader or a lifelong comic book reader looking for a new comic book podcast, you know, um, then please check out the Lost in Comics. You know, 
as I mentioned, you know, I love this po YouTube podcast. You know, it's full of, you know, positive energy and it's a lot of fun, you know, um, you know, um, so if you guys get a chance, you know, please check it out. Um, I want to thank Drew, the coast of comics for fun and profit. You know, Drew, thank you very much um, for all your hard work and, you know, behind the scenes and putting these episodes together. And if you are a new listener, please check out new episodes of Comics for Fun and Profit that comes out every Saturday. And I want to thank you, the listener. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Until next time, guys. Aloha.